the revival of boxing in Fiji is starting, slowly but surely. Fiji Boxing Commission Chairman Sabash Abana believes the challenges they navigated in the last three years has put the commission in good stead in leading the resurgence. They're hoping that the sport goes back to its golden days where Fiji churned out superboxers including Sakaraya Ve, former Commonwealth champion Ali Patse Korovo and former heavyweight Lewini Wanga who fought Muhammad Ali's sparring partner Jim Ellis before Ellis was declared world champion in 1967 by the World Boxing Association. Abana spoke with RNZ Pacific's Elias Atora on the revival. We came in in September 2019 and we've been working at it. And I think what we saw in the last program in Suva, which was last Saturday, 25th of March, uh, really shows that we have come a long way from when we started. So yes, uh, we have on board uh, three active promoters and a fourth application on the table. When we joined, there were only two promoters. Um, with the increased number of promoters, we are hoping that uh, there'll be healthy competition amongst them so that uh, you know, it leads to um, lifting of standards and, and um, a better value for money for, for fight fans. Um, on the, the administrative front, we have put in place a, a whole system of, of management. The governance structure has been tightened and fine-tuned. Uh, the financial management part of it has uh, has also been uh, straightened out, and and it's now we've got processes in place, processes that we can follow straight out, rules to be followed, and so on and so forth. So it's no longer the ad hoc environment in which we entered is no longer that. It's now a very structured and well managed, well governed sort of setup that we that is now um, uh, being used to to manage Fiji boxing. And so basically, the aim has been to bring about predictability in in uh, our decision making, predictability in in how we respond to stakeholder concerns, predictability in how we function. And I believe um, um, we have reached that stage. Yeah, it's been interesting to to, uh, to see how things have, uh, have uh, come through so far. Uh, there have been some uh, boxing promotions that have been uh, hosted in the last uh, 12 months. How does uh, Fiji Boxing Commission uh, work uh, in regards to uh, you know getting... Uh, promotions approved and promotions done to make sure that um, that you achieve uh, probably the the biggest goal of trying to revive boxing in Fiji and making sure that uh, the standard uh, that is being followed. We noticed that there were some promoters who who were trying to uh, sabotage dates, promotional dates. They would uh, make a booking and then they would say, like when it, it's very close by, like it's, we are three weeks away from it, then they'd say, oh. Uh, we are not ready to, to host on this date. And in the process, what they were doing is they were uh, preempting other promoters from taking that date. And, you know, in Fiji, there are certain dates that are more attractive than others because it coincides with some programs, some festivals, and so on and so forth. And so uh, what we did is we said, okay, so if you if you want to lock in a date, you pay a fee, right? So they, they are now paying a fee to lock in a date. So if they drop that date, they forfeit that fee. That's one thing that we have done. Number two, um, we have tried our best to, to make sure that um, two promotions are not held too close together in terms of date. We also have tried to make sure that if two promotions are held together or close together in terms of date, then they are in geographically different areas. Like, for example, if one is in Nandi, we can have one within a week or two weeks in Suva that we can accommodate. Um, thirdly, we've had close discussions with promoters. We've prepared a checklist on what they should do. And, and, and so, that, you know, like if they want to come to us, they just first thing they have to do is just look at the checklist. What's coming up next? What do we have to do next? Um, the next thing that we've done is we've, um, in many ways, we've had to force them to communicate with us um, via email first. 
if we don't respond within 24 hours, then only pick up the phone. They were in the habit of calling us, you know, um, before we had time to go through what their request was. Um, on on um, uh, working with with um, with boxing trainers and 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 you know when and trying to manage boxers, uh, how does the commission uh, manage that? Thank you for that question. That's one area where we haven't really been able to do much. We have spoken to the trainers. We we keep talking to them about boxer fitness and all the rest of it, but we haven't been able to go into it in a big way because for the past three years, despite our allocation being thirty thousand per year. We only received $30,000 for three years. So instead of 90, we had to work with 30. And that meant that we were extremely tight and we couldn't make any, any trips or any travels or even any assistance for, for clubs. Eh? Uh, we were, have been struggling even to call uh, trainer meetings, like separate trainer meetings, separate uh, uh, meetings with promoters. All this has been done in an ad hoc manner by me, you know, by visiting them and talking to them either by phone or when we meet at uh, boxing programs, we talk and discuss things. So that's one part where we need to tighten up. Now, the reason why uh, we had problems with finances is when we, we took over in uh, September 2019, we couldn't change the signatories to the to the bank account because there was no formal handover. So this, this thing persisted for one whole year until uh, September 2020 when we finally managed to get the bank to relax those requirements and to simply allow us to uh, to become the new signatories, and which they agreed to do, and they, they were very nice, uh, uh, gracious in that regard. So, so in September 2020, we were able to sign, and then we got the funds for 2020, and that was the thirty thousand dollars that we worked with. But when we came to the end of 2021, we were told that uh, we needed audited accounts rather than acquittals, and so the whole requirement had changed. And so for the thirty thousand dollars that we used, we were asked to, to, uh, to, instead of acquittals, we were asked to provide uh, audited accounts. And so our audited account, we, we hired an auditor, despite the shortage of funds, we managed to hire an auditor. And then we got the st- this thing and it's gone to the auditor, the auditor general's office. So those accounts are there, the audited accounts are there and they're being looked at, but they don't have enough, uh, enough uh, personnel there, manpower. So what they're doing is they have delayed it. It's, uh, they've given us July this year as the date when they'll sort it out. Now, in the meantime, I'm trying to see if uh, the Ministry of Youth and Sports will allow us access to new funds on the on the assurance of the Auditor General's Office that those accounts are there with them.